2: It is the Odd Couple, hour number three on a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker, along with Rob G, in for Chris Broussard, who's uh, finishing up vacay. He'll be back on Monday. We think. Yes, we do. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem uh, credit card rewards. Or we could just simply talk about how... With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. And, uh, yes, Rob G., let's turn to basketball. Your favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers, who have tried desperately. First, Darvin Ham came in, right, the new coach? yes. And you remember that press conference where he just bent over backwards trying to say how uh, great Westbrook is and how he's going to make it work and he's going to fit him in and it's uh, okay. And then all of a sudden Kyrie Irving looked like he became available (laughs) and that went out the window. Right, right. And then the Nets are like, "Uh, no, we're not taking your problem. Uh, We're not going to do that. So then there was a story out there that said, that LeBron and them had a out him, Anthony Davis, and they want to make it work with Westbrook. And then there's another story out there saying that LeBron has seen enough; he can't play with Westbrook. He wants him traded. He he doesn't want to go run this back. And now, Rob G, tell us the latest and uh, on this uh, Lakers saga. Yeah, well, earlier today, The Athletic
3: reported because it had been widely acknowledged that if the Lakers could not get Kyrie Irving, or maybe in addition to Kyrie Irving. They were in talks with the Indiana Pacers to acquire Buddy Heald, maybe as a third oh, team. they should
2: have got originally right. from the Kings, right?
3: Maybe as the third team to dump Westbrook on, they get healed and they still get Kyrie, whatever. While well, The Athletic reported earlier today that the Lakers and the Pacers discussed a trade that would have sent Russell Westbrook and a first-round pick to Indiana for Miles Turner, Buddy Heald, the Pacers said, Hell the enough. only way we're making that deal is if you give us both the 27 and the 29 first round pick, the Lakers said no, and as of now, according to reports, those talks are now
2: dead. Rob G, why are they dead? Why aren't the Lakers giving up another first? So what? So you got an, an aging LeBron James? Is this not going to be year 20? Yep. I, I mean, wh- what would be the point on having him and keeping him around? If you're not going to do whatever, when you sign up for LeBron, the future's now. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you got to understand that. You can't say, oh, well, we don't want to give up what could be like the 25th pick <laughs> a couple years from now. Like, Rob G., is that what you're protecting? Yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, this year it ended up being the eighth pick because they right. missed the playoffs. But Exactly. But you know what I mean? The chance of them having the season they had again are slim. Absolutely. And, and Rob,
3: this is something that, that really bothers me with a lot of the, the local Laker coverage here in Los Angeles, You know, whether it's on the radio, um, blogs, podcasts, whatever. Right. Is there are a lot of guys who cover the Lakers who have this idea that you cannot give up those future assets because you'd be leaving the cupboard bare and you got to be able to build for the future when LeBron is gone. And my feeling has always been this is not the Utah Jazz. Right. This is not the Indiana Pacers. This is not, you know, the Dallas Mavericks, where it's, hey, if we're in contention and we're making the playoffs every we're year, we're happy, right? We're happy. No, that's not the way things work for the Los Angeles Lakers. For the for the Lakers, and they're one of the few teams in all of sports across the globe that can say this. The Yankees probably being the other one here in yep, America. There's no
2: rebuilding, that, right?
3: It's either we won the championship or we didn't. There is no in-between. There is no, hey, we made the finals. We made the World Series. We won the division. No, that does that does not work for the Lakers. So who cares what your assets look like beyond next season or in 27 or 2029? You obviously didn't care about those assets last season when you traded away a first-round pick and Kyle Kuzma to get Russell Westbrook. Like, that didn't seem to bother you then, but now suddenly when it's LeBron James another year older, Anthony Davis another year of injuries under his belt, you're worried about building for the future now? When the, the, What it tells you is you don't know how much longer these guys are going to be at their peak of their powers.
2: No doubt, especially LeBron, because right. let's be honest, Rob G, he put up impressive numbers, right, in year 19. But they didn't impact winning. No. They didn't win back-to-back games for three months in the NBA. That's almost impossible. Am I right in this league?
3: Exactly. 1000%.
2: And you know, you know when they won two games in a row, the last two games of the year, they had gone didn't count. like yeah, they had gone like three full months without winning back-to-back, game. and that was with LeBron averaging thirty points a game, right, in year nineteen. So, so you can go ahead and play that game, and and Rob G, you know this. Chris and I both, I know you were a little more hopeful, but you (laughs) got to admit, Chris and I said from Jump Street, this isn't going to work. Am I right?
3: You did. You guys were probably the first ones on a national level who didn't even give it a shot.
2: Not even, we didn't even entertain it, right? yeah. And you thought what? What were you thinking? Like, well, if Russ plays when LeBron is down on the bench and or sits down, or you know, like this way, LeBron doesn't have to burn himself right. out. Right. No, my
3: my thinking right? was was Russ will get us through the regular season. LeBron will get us in the playoffs. That that Russ, you know, for all of his faults during the regular season, doesn't matter. It's not as magnified because all we got to do is make the playoffs. Doesn't matter what seed you get nowadays. Because I don't know if home, f- home court advantage really nah, matters No, it anymore. doesn't
2: really matter anymore. So just get
3: to the dance. LeBron and AD will do the rest. And obviously that did not work at all.
2: No. and And I just don't understand the Lakers thinking, the brain trust. If you got LeBron, you got to be all in. Whether you like it or not, but that's what you sign up for. If you remember originally – Do you remember the Lakers balked at the first time they were trying to get AD because they wouldn't trade Kyle Kuzma? You remember? Right. What happened? They wound up giving him up. Yep. Anybody can be traded. Absolutely. Absolutely. And here's
3: another thing, Rob. If you're going to hold on to those two picks because you're so worried about the future, which is an asinine line of thinking, if you ask me. We already know that it does not work with Russell Westbrook. So if you're not going to push all in... You're going to keep Russ knowing you can't win a championship. Why not just trade LeBron James then at that point? I agree. If you're I, that I'm worried about p- the future and you're not going to win it this season, yep. trade LeBron to Cleveland or Chicago or wherever. Get all their picks. Get three young players, whatever it takes, so that we can say, hey, we're building for the future. You know be- what? Because it just doesn't make sense to run it back with this, with this team.
2: You're spot on. You can't be in both beds. You got to pick a bed. Either you're all in with LeBron or you move LeBron and start the the reconstruction and the youth movement and AD's the main part, right? And go that route. Right.
3: Now, on the other hand, Rob... I, I am a Lakers optimist, as you've men- mentioned. Yes, because you thought it might work. Thought, <laughs> well, my know. my belief, I, I do think You Russell, thought Smush Parker would work. Hey, and Smush would Parker smother. was a po- starting point guard on a playoff team that Man, had the Phoenix Suns three, down 3-1. Three, that's right. That's right. I you give Smush that. the respect he deserves. But in any event, as it relates to this Pacers deal, I do understand why you would not include those two first-round picks yet. And the reason being until we know for certain that Kyrie Irving is not available in trade, which according to all these reports, there's not going to be any talk of Kyrie Irving until this Kevin Durant thing gets sorted out, which is smart. I don't know why you would move Kyrie before KD gets figured not out. Right. Cause you might have to hold on to uh, KD cause there's no deal. Exactly. There. Exactly. So I understand, you know, until you know whether or not Kyrie can be had, it doesn't make sense to throw your best and final offer at the Indiana Pacers because you might need those picks for Kyrie Irving. So I get it.
2: Okay. And maybe they feel like they could always come back to the Pacers? Is that what you're Yeah. Saying? Because I don't think anybody is,
3: you know, looking to, to trade for nothing as butt Hill and Miles Turner, but combined, they're making like $40 million a year. So. Who is making a trade at this point in the season? Right after summer league, everybody goes on vacation before they come back for training camp. Like this is a deal that's going to be available at a week, in two weeks, in three weeks,
2: whatever it takes. Right, what, what's your gut though? Uh, what? What? Because I, I think Westbrook's going to wind up sticking with the Lakers. I, I don't. I think that's what's going to happen. Whether. Whether they want it to be or not, I really do. What?
3: what? Uh, no, I, I don't think that there is any way that Russell Westbrook is back on the in the Lakers. Wow. uniform. Okay. I, I think that um, you know, it was a small thing, but the the fact that he and LeBron didn't even acknowledge each other at the summer league, I know that. Yeah, we, what
2: was that? Well, the, I mean, they're in the on the same court. They're on
3: the same court, opposite ends, and and you know, LeBron being LeBron, he he doesn't go see anyone. They come to see him and. Russell Westbrook being Russell Westbrook, he's not going to humble himself for anybody. We've seen that repeatedly over the last few seasons why he's getting traded. So if they're not on the same page, I don't think there's any scenario where Russell Westbrook is back on the team, whether that means he's in Indiana in that Buddy Hill trade, or he's in Brooklyn for Kyrie Irving, or more likely he gets traded somewhere, then he gets bought out, and he's just sitting at home. That's what I think is going to be happening.
2: Wow. All right. If you're the Lakers, why wouldn't you go all in and include those future first-round picks? We want to hear from you, 877-996-6369, 877-99 on Fox. We'll continue that conversation with you next. It is The Odd Couple on a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker here, Rob G. there, in for Chris Broussard. Right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay for the greatest sports
0: talk in the U.S. of A. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table.
2: And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton It is The Odd Couple on a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker, Rob G in for Chris Broussard on vacation. will be back on Monday. We'll be in full effect. And if you're dealing with a uh, dead battery, head over to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. That's right. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So the next time you're having battery trouble, head over to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. Our telephone number, 877-99-ON-FOX. Uh, Rob G., we can uh, take a few calls and talk some more NBA.
3: That's right. We're asking the callers, if you're the Lakers, why are you not putting in both of those first-round picks in a potential trade? Let's get it started with Andre in Massachusetts. Andre, you're in the iCouple. couple. Fox Sports Radio. What you got, man?
6: Yeah, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. In terms of the Kyrie deal... Specifically, I think the Lakers are not putting in that first-round pick in order to kind of put their foot down and make it clear to LeBron James, all right, you're the one that wanted Russell Westbrook. We had the opportunity to bring in Demar Derozan, which would have allowed us to keep Aaron Caruso. So we're not just going to take any deal that Clutch Sports throws in front of us, i.e. the John Wall deal that they wanted the trade deadline where picks were included. No, no, no. Okay, we're putting our foot down and we're, and we're making. But wait, a point. wait,
2: Andre, don't, keep him on the line. How does that help you if you're the Lakers by putting your foot down now and then bringing back a a team with Westbrook that doesn't work? I mean, like, what do you you get from that if you're the Lakers? You put your foot down and then you still had LeBron James in year 20 and you didn't win anything. What's the purpose of that?
6: The purpose of that is when you're talking about somebody like a Kyrie Irving, a mercurial character who's more unreliable than Russell Westbrook, it makes 100%. It makes sense in that in that case. Now, in terms of the Indiana deal, I think the Lakers will ultimately give up that second round that that second first round pick because you have the opportunity in that scenario to not only get a rim protector in Miles Turner, but also get that shooter that you could have had in years past yes. with Buddy healed. So I think the Lakers will come to their senses in that scenario because you've got two reliable guys that. Fit still holds that will be there, so I think they will include the second-round pick. But in terms of Kyrie, because of what's happened in the past, I think that's why they're adamant about not uh, including the second one for, for
2: Kyrie. Thanks for taking I the call. Thanks, Thanks, Andre. Andre. And, and, you, and Rob do you get to Kyrie. I know you want look, him desperately, okay. but he's a wild card. You, well, know, you just I, don't
3: know. I like Andre. Andre calls all the time. We talk off the air a little bit. He, he's wrong on several levels with what he just said. Number oh, one, the this. DeMar DeRozan narrative that keeps getting put out there. The Lakers could not have gotten DeMar DeRozan without hard capping themselves. What that means is their salaries could not go over a certain amount. You know, they, they couldn't be like the Warriors, just pay a million dollars in, in luxury tax, where I think they pay like $200 million, something like that, right? If they would have gotten DeMar DeRozan, they would have had LeBron James, Anthony Davis, DeMar DeRozan and like seven other players because they would not be able to go over the $155 million or whatever it was. So that's why that was never a realistic uh, idea. Number two, there is no scenario where the Lakers decide would rather offer two first round picks for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner and not offer two first round picks for Kyrie Irving. That's just not going to happen because – Say what you want about Kyrie and his availability issues and him being a mercurial guy, to say the least. Kyrie on your team with LeBron and AD raises your ceiling in a way that the other two just do not. I'm not saying that they'd be the favorites to win the championship, but it's not even close. Like, if you have those three versus LeBron, AD, and the two Pacers guys, it's it's not comparable. But in any ways, we move on. MJ is in New Orleans. MJ, you're on the Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio, what you got?
7: Good evening. How you guys doing? Thanks for taking my call.
2: Sure. Doing great. How are you, bud?
7: I'm good. I'm good. What they're doing is they're playing for the present and the future. That's why they want not trade those six also so that Rich Paul and LeBron from Unclutch doesn't exactly dictate the chef's move. These ex-Magic players are going to, they're going to Lakers. There's too many chefs in the kitchen. Obviously, you can see this is some type of turmoil, some type of power players that they don't want to really help LeBron. They don't want to really move forward yet. They haven't figured it out. know they should get rid of Russ. Russ is a point guard. LeBron is a point guard. LeBron is the team guy that doesn't want to move to the two or the three. It's all in turmoil. The Lakers are going to Lakers. Stop it.
2: Yeah, but the only thing is you can't do both. You can't, you know, like we want to Rob G, we want to uh, play for now and the future. You got to pick a side. Right. What are you doing here? You rebuilding and you've given up the ghost in LeBron and say – Count your blessings. We got a bubble championship with LeBron, and that's all we're going to get, and and you can move on, right? I mean, you
3: you cannot do it. It's almost, what's the thing, you can't serve two masters. You can't say we're building for the future while simultaneously trying to win a championship. The only time that's ever worked out that I can remember is this past season with the Golden State Warriors, and the reason why it worked out, you know, I know it's uncomfortable for people to hear, is they had a lot of things break their way. You had John Morant getting hurt in that Memphis series. Yep. Dylan Brooks got suspended. Uh, the Denver Nuggets didn't have Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. The Lakers and the Clippers both missed the playoffs. Like, the the Brooklyn Nets get eliminated in the first round because they have their own issues. Like, you can't count on that many things happening for you on your way to a championship. Like And, and if you're going to be the Lakers and you're not going to give those two picks up and you're just going to say we're going to run it back and try to build for the future and win now, you would need... A, a avalanche of things to break in your favor for it to work that way.
2: And, I'm and, go ahead, I'm Rob. with you. It's just too, it's too much. It's it's way too you, much. Do you remember what was the, Rob, do you remember this? The, the year, uh, it was last year, I guess. Right. When I said t- the, too many things have to go for right to make for the, the playoffs. You right. remember that? Yeah. Too, there's just too many. Oh, they got to do this. They got to win now. Win on win more games. Win on the road when they haven't won on the road all year. They got to do this. They got to do this. Ad has to stay healthy. I was like, dude, it's too many pieces to try to expect that to work, and that's why I I couldn't pick them with with you know with any uh, confidence confidence at all. Right. So.
3: And, and and Rob, you know, I know we got to get to training here in a second, but MJ brought up you know the the Lakers not wanting to kowtow to the LeBron and clutch sports. If, if they're not going to out to them, they're certainly doing a really bad job at it. Because of their roster, they got 15 guys on it. Seven of them are clutch sports clients. Right. They've already done it. Every guy that they signed this past season: Troy Brown Jr., Juan Toscano Anderson, Scottie Pippen Jr., uh, um, Lonnie Warner. Walker, all clutch sports clients. So if they're trying to distance themselves from LeBron and clutch sports, they are failing miserably.
2: They sure are. All right, we'll continue the conversation with Kurt Heelan from NBC Sports. He joins us next. But first,
0: be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton It is The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio on a Funky Flashback Friday. Rob Parker and Rob G, Rob Guerra filling in for Chris Broussard, We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And our next guest is uh, NBC Sports' Kurt Heelan, who is the lead NBA writer for NBC Sports. And, Kurt, welcome to The Odd Couple. How are you? Good. I'm
7: doing good. I'm doing good. You know, I'm just... I was just thinking I'm really glad they caught the one SEC team that is clearly cheating at football. I'm, uh, I'm uh, I' know. <laughs> I,
2: was, I was thinking the same thing, like uh, and then the, and then the NCAA, I don't know, do they have any more knees? do they have I mean they're, they're powerless. am I right? Well they're powerless Yeah,
7: yeah I mean, uh, they're, they're as toothless as an organization comes at this
2: point. Yeah, I just don't get it. hey let's uh let's start here um with let's go let's start with Brooklyn. I mean, it doesn't look like there's trades out there for Kevin Durant. I mean, not comparable trades that if I'm the Nets I would want. What are they going to do? I mean, it it feels like he he could wind up back with
5: them.
7: I I think that that's where – look, that's what they're posturing as right now, and that's what they're leaning on. And I think that their bet is, ultimately, that Kevin Durant – they can make that – they can make that, you know, do that because they don't believe Kevin Durant is going to go, I don't know, Jimmy Butler in Minnesota, James Harden last year, like, he's too committed to the, their theory has to be he's too committed to the game to just be that disruptive or not show up or show, he's not going to show up out of shape, like, that's just not who Kevin is, so they're going to hope that that works, and hey, we've got Ben Simmons, hey, hey, we've got, you know, we'll probably still have Kyrie Irving on the roster at that point, and, look, Kevin, you know, wouldn't you like to make it work? And maybe, I don't know, I, I don't know. Maybe they believe if they get them all in the same room, everybody will sing Kumbaya and, and everything will be fine. I'm not
2: I'm not sure if I No, that. But, but on paper, if you look at them and if you get Ben Simmons oh, to get back, I mean, you can't tell yep. me they wouldn't be a favorite in the East. They, they
7: they would be right. I think in my mind they would, it would not be the outright favorite. They are certainly right there right. with Milwaukee and Boston, right? Like they are absolutely in that mix. If you – If you've got Kevin Durant just being Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving being focused, Ben Simmons accepting a role that's not pure point guard, they've got great role players around them still. Remember, they get Joe Harris back. They went and got Royce O'Neal. They re-signed Fatty uh, Mills. They've got uh, Nick Claxton. This team's stacked. This team is absolutely a contender right now on paper, except for the part where their two best players want to leave.
3: Right. right, and, and in, in that line of thought, Kurt, here's the question. You know, um, Brian Windhorst said earlier this week that the the Nets ownership still is not fully 100% sure why KD wants out. Because as you guys have said, I- any trade that you make for Kevin Durant is going to have to gut the other team. So the chances are their talent level is not going to be as good as what you currently have in Brooklyn. Right. And in the last few years, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Brooklyn front office has basically kowtowed to everything that KD and Kyrie wanted. So, in your opinion, what do you think is the reason why he wants out? Then it can't be basketball because obviously they got a better roster and, than he or And where Is he, he really
2: up. mad that the Nets wouldn't cash out Kyrie, who who you know derailed their whole season? Did we lose Kurt? And I think that that's
7: it. And I think that that it's they you know, He is very tight with Kyrie. In fact, he said last season made him closer with Kyrie Irving. They, they're they're good. And I mean, let's be honest, guys. You've done this, and I've done this, and everybody listening has probably done this. I've stood by a buddy in a situation where I'm like, he's wrong, like, but he's my friend, and I'm going to sit by him with this spot. I kind of got a feeling. I, I don't know if Kevin is like, I, I, he's too smart not to have processed that, that Irving derailed that season for them. Ir, Ir, and he's sticking by his guy. I don't know if that – what I don't know and what they don't know is is the trade request just trying to get Kyrie Irving moved or is the trade request that he really wants out? Um, Because that also changes what you're willing to get back in a deal, right? Like, if if he's willing to stay and he's just trying to get Kyrie Irving out, then, all right, you make a trade with the Lakers, you get some picks, and, you know, you you dump the Russell Westbrook salary somewhere. But if Kyrie – I guess, I mean, maybe you could try to find another deal, but there's not a good deal unless you want to send, I mean, there's more than I can make for New Orleans or Toronto, but again, it's, I just can't see any of that working. And those teams, by the way, have to be thinking, don't they? Sure. if Kevin Durant was miserable after a couple years in Brooklyn where they literally did everything he asked, what are we going to do?
3: Right. Well, you brought brought up the Lakers quickly. I want to segue into this one. You know, we heard today from The Athletic that the Lakers were unwilling to include multiple first-round picks yeah. to get Russell Westbrook out of town for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. We, Me and Rob were just talking about it. Do you believe that the Lakers really are unwilling to include those first-round picks because they're so worried about the future? Or is this kind of like a posturing situation and, and, you know, eventually Westbrook gets moved out of town?
7: I think eventually Westbrook gets moved out of town because LeBron James wants it. Despite the phone call this. By the way, who does it by phone call anymore? Right?
2: <laughs> right.
7: Like, is it Facetime or something? But anyway, I know it's a or text. <laughs> just a text. But I think ultimately that happens. I don't know how much it's posturing though. There is a genuine concern with the Lakers now. that, Look, they actually don't control any of their any of their picks till twenty twenty seven. Like they don't. If they give these two up, they basically the rest of their decade.
2: They they don't really control their own picks. But but don't you and, do and that when you get in bed with LeBron, knowing yes. like, I mean this is they can't be surprised by this. I, I
7: look, I'm with you. I think once you bring in 37 or when they, you know 34 when they signed him, LeBron, you, that's it. Win now. Everything to win now. You are all in. And by the way, if I'm throwing in the two picks, look, I like Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. I like Miles Turner more than most. If I'm throwing in two picks, I'm going back to the Nets and talking to, about Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving raises the ceiling for that team in a right. way that as much as I love Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, they don't. They are good players, but they don't raise the ceiling the same way. Kyrie Irving changes things because, again, LeBron is the one guy who's really been able to keep him focused and, and on. And when he's focused and on, like, I don't think anybody questions how good Kyrie Irving is on the court.
2: Our guest is uh, Kurt Heelan from uh, NBC Sports, lead NBA uh, reporter there. Let me let me ask you about the Suns and Ayton and they got a deal done. They act like they didn't want him. You remember they didn't sign him when yeah. they had the uh, original chance to sign him to uh, an extension. And then in the playoffs in that horrible Game 7, uh, you know, he got benched and they didn't play him. It looked like there was going to be some issues but they give in, uh, like moving forward, what happened there? And the Suns, have their window, has has it closed?
7: I don't think it's closed um, if everybody's still on the same page. And if there's one guy in the league, if there's one coach who I trust to be able to make this work anyway, it it might be Monty Williams, right? Like Monty Williams is such a good person and a guy who connects that, and it's just kind of above all of it that I think he might be able to get through there. It, that whole situation felt felt Sarver driven, didn't it? It felt like, hey, we don't want to max. And maybe, look, I think it's it's fair to debate whether DeAndre Aiden's a true max guy you want to max out, or whether he's a guy who's going to get maxed, but you probably would rather pay him a little less. And that said, it felt like, sorry, like at the end of the day, that offer sheet they signed isn't a five year crazy max, right? Like it's just a Straight four years, they saved a little money on on what they could have offered him ultimately. So it just felt Sarver-driven, and maybe Madi Williams can make that work. They need they need a, basically a slightly better version of last year's DeAndre Ayton. They need him more committed defensively. They need a, a guy who's kind of close to twenty and ten to go with Booker to go with Chris Booker is going to be Booker. Chris Paul will hopefully be Chris Paul, but he's he's not young. They've got to find a way to get their young players to develop a little bit, and I don't think the window's closed. I just think, and the West is stacked. <laughs> their problem, the bigger problem is the their bigger problem is Golden State's still Golden State. The Clippers got healthy, Denver got healthy, Memphis is young and getting better every year. Even all the way down to like the Pelicans might be in the play, and that's a good team. Like this. It's going to be brutal in the West this year. Dallas, like up and down the line, like it's just there's no easy outs in in the West.
2: Hey, Kurt, we got just a minute. I got one other question. So the Knicks introduced uh, Jalen Brunson without any media there to (laughs) ask any questions. I mean, can the Knicks make any more mistakes? And of course, they paid him, you know, a big, a lot of money for a guy who's never been an All Star. Just your your thoughts on, on Jalen Brunson and the Knicks identifying him, uh, not drafting anybody, getting cap space for him. Is he Does he change the Knicks?
7: A little. I mean, they def- definitely need a point guard. But, look, all those picks they got, if they turn those into Donovan Mitchell, they create an interesting team. I think, frankly, they create Portland West, a very interesting, dynamic, backcourt-driven team that's a little undersized and doesn't defend well enough and has a ceiling – a little lower than they'd like to think but they're fun and that's certainly a step forward and frankly they're not going to talk to the media or they're not going to take answer they're not going to answer those questions until they have to answer those questions and frankly even then i don't uh, james dolan is pretty much i think fine with like, if your owner's fine with you not talking to the media then why are you talking to the media
2: and, and and Brunson's dad, I guess, was added to the coaching staff as well. Yeah. So I, is this a mom-and-pop store now? Is that what the Knicks yeah. have turned into?
7: T- to be fair, he was on Thibodeau's staff in previous stops. Like He's a, he's a legit assistant coach, but I've been – we're also all, we're all adults here. That wasn't a coincidence. It, right.
2: That's <laughs> what I mean. Right. Exactly. Right. exactly. I'm like, right, not like he wasn't a coach, but I'm just saying like yeah, no, that, no. that was like a package deal, right?
7: And, yeah. Le- and, Le- and Leon Rose was his dad's first agent. They're like family going way back. It's, yeah. It's, yes. it's, it, this was destined to happen. They wanted him. They overpaid to get him a little bit. But look, I think they'll be better, and we'll see. We'll see if R.J. Barrett takes a step forward. Who knows?
2: All right, his name is Kurt Healand from uh, NBC Sports. We appreciate you. Thanks for stopping by on the Odd Couple right here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Kurt. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good night. No doubt. All right, this Super Bowl champion quarterback just might be the biggest hypocrite this side of the Mississippi. We'll tell you about it next. It is The Odd Couple with Rob G. And for Chris Broussard, Rob Parker here, you there. It's Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay. If you like to get crazy, U.S. of A. Wow.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Wrapping up a funky flashback Friday. Great job by Alex. Thank you, Rob. Indeed. Yes, sir. Rob Parker, Rob G in for Chris Boussard. We should be uh, back in full effect. Chris should be off vacation. He'll be here on Monday. And we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem your credit card rewards. Or we could just talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards For cash in any amount at any time. And I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Rob G, uh, you got this last story we want to talk about. I'll let you introduce
3: Big Ben. Absolutely. Big Ben Roethlisberger, the recently retired Big Ben, spoke with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette about a myriad of topics. But one thing he said really caught my eye. He was talking about how things have changed from when he came into the NFL. Here's what he said. Quote, I feel like the game has changed. I feel like the people have changed in a sense. Maybe it's because I got spoiled when I came in. The team was so important. It was all about the team. Now it's about me, this, that, and the other. I might be standing on a soapbox a little bit, but that's my biggest takeaway from when I started until the end. It turned from team first to a me-type attitude, and it was hard. Did he retire f- 20 years ago? <laughs> no. Like, really? Rob G. Look, I, I guess Big Ben. Didn't he ha- play with
2: Antonio Brown? He am, I, did. am I missing something? He did. I,
3: well, more importantly, let's not forget, you know, because he says that he came in, it was all about the team, right? Was it about the team, Big Ben, when you were riding around in a motorcycle without a helmet? And you hello. A vicious accident.
2: Was it, H- hello. Was it was about? That, oh, I can't do this. I might get hurt. Yeah. And it's going to hurt the team. Oh no! I guess it didn't matter then. Go ahead. Was it about the team when you were allegedly
3: getting um, frisky with women in bathroom stalls and getting suspended for it?
2: Uh, wait a minute. I can't do this. I might get suspended and hurt the team. <laughs> no?
3: Was it about the team, Big Ben, when you yourself admitted? couple of years ago that early on in your career you were addicted to both alcohol and pornography
2: wait a minute where's the baby <laughs> it's like what?
3: it's like, come on man like look i, I you want to say that today's players and even going back 10 years ago were he me just first? retired month, a month, sure. three months ago that, Rob that's, G. that's that's true i'm not no one i think anyone's gonna push back on it. i think everybody agrees that you know as the years have gone on guys have gotten more me first yes but to say that oh when I came in it was all about the team it's like no it wasn't
2: yeah you know this is this kills me and sometime when you retire you know you did your exit interview just go ahead and retire and and kick back if you want to be an analyst or something you know what I mean like like I don't know what that serves the purpose of doing that I really don't I, and and it's not like you had this impeccable career and you were always team friendly and you did everything with the idea of not hurting the team. Not that, that's just not the case.
3: No. And then even you can make an argument. I think, Rob, you've made this argument several times here on these airwaves. The last two seasons of Big Ben's career, was it about the team or was it about Big Ben and his mission to kind of go out on his terms when everybody with an eye could tell that he was holding that team back?
2: Didn't I say I'd rather have uh, Uncle Ben, ben that's right. than Big Ben his last couple of years? And you remember when they were, what were they, 11-0? and 0? What was their record? There? Something like that. And like, I was like, was... they're the worst 11-0 yeah. and 0 team I'd ever seen. Like, he was awful. He was all, absolutely awful. And he kept playing and stuck around or whatever. But I, I just, whenever guys do that and revisionist history as if you did everything right and it wasn't about you when you did those missteps during your career, I, I just... De- like with a grain of salt, I just can't.
3: Yeah, I, I, I don't it. understand why he would go out of his way to make a statement that is so easily like disproved. Right. Like I, I, it, I don't understand, guys. I'm with you. Like I'm not even a Steelers fan, and it took me all of five minutes to find quotes of former teammates calling him a diva, calling him selfish. Selfish, right? And you're like, oh, but you know, these guys nowadays are just—they're so bad.
2: They're so selfish. <laughs> it's all about them. It's not about the team. Well, things have changed. Things do evolve. Things change. And the players are guys who want to do what they want to do. All right. Man, Rob G., we got through the week, right? We did. We sure did. Great job on your part. Alex, of course. And Steve the starting DeSantis. lineup,
3: Rob Parker, Chris Broussard,
2: back on Monday. I know. It's been a while. because I a was a Yeah. It really has. So make sure you tune in to Fox Sports Radio on The Odd Couple. Uh, On Monday, for the return of Chris Boussard and the odd couple in full effect, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, next! At Bed 365 we don't do
0: ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun.